And we are back, and Alex is back. Thankfully, mm. we have America's best friend. It's a Saturday recording. Vegas needed to speak to Alex yesterday because of the return on our investment. Um, I mean, I was nervous, Mike. I was expected to get in the room and the claw hammer to come out, and they were going to start breaking fingers one by just one. Just throttled right? you right out of the yeah. gate right when you touched down. Yeah. When you pay $18 over two weeks on a $10 investment. <laughs> Vegas hates this podcast. we're in the crosshairs we are in the crosshairs and that's good being a a disruptive force (laughs) um, in the fantasy industry is is a real problem so um thanks again uh to our listeners for emails but we had everything you know come in and and we got to i don't know we read through what like 75 80 listener emails all day Everyone loves hearing what happened with the the Millie Maker lineup last week. So mm-hmm. last week's winner had Daniel Jones, Brian Robinson, uh, James Cook, Jimmy Cook, um, Nico Collins, Mike Evans, T. Higgins, Darren Waller, Tony Pollard, and the Dallas defense. What did we get right, Maddie? We got Higgins right. We got Nico right. We got we picked actually, the wrong Robinson. Who saw yeah, we that? Picked, we picked the wrong Robinson. I actually don't remember what Jimmy Cook did. Wasn't it kind of it was it was great? He was involved in the passing game consistently. Yep. He got into the end zone. I think um, Evans had a good day. Evans had a great day. And that was um, it. He was 7,200. Yeah. He needed to start Evans. And I, I think, think we picked elsewhere. Do you think anybody was coming into this week saying, Oh, Daniel Jones is definitely the right pick? The Giants are gonna go off this game. So yeah. And that was the point, right? That's the point of these lineups is try to be contrarian, but not too contrarian. And uh, we've gotten we're we're nailing like, you know, half these lineups are where we need to be. But like you said, AB in the pre-show, it's been weird for offenses to start the year anyway. Like teams look like they very clearly bailed on the preseason and a lot of teams look like they're not in sync. And there's a lot of guys hurt already. So there's a lot of variants that we got to sift through. But I feel like we're on we're sniffing around it. We're in the in, zone. It, and you brought up like we were talking about one of the running backs, um, Gus Edwards, is going to be mm-hmm. a really popular play. Um, and I did a little bit of digging, and I'm like, stay away from Baltimore specifically for this week because their center is out, Ronnie Stanley, their left tackle is out. So yeah. there, there's like, yes, oh, easy. He's you know, Gus Edwards is going to get all the touches, and he might, yeah, but. With running backs, like you can still go 19 carries for 53 yards and have an effective football game, but not be of any value in fantasy. And mm-hmm. and I think we might be looking at that with with Baltimore this week. But if it's we'll that obvious, that. if it's that obvious, it almost always is a bad play for you know, like the guys that are like heavily, heavily owned like that. If it's that obvious, they have to like 10x almost to make it worth it because everybody else will have that guy. Right. Plus, there's a bunch of cheap running backs this week. We don't really need to. That's the no man's land, right? What is he like, sixty three hundred? It's yeah, that's, that's like, that like bottom level mid tier, right? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like you're damned if you do or if you don't in there. So no problem fading him. Big fade on the boss. So Alex Vegas, um, did they give you any any winners for your pick of the week? What they tried to hide from us this week is uh... comp comp the whole trip. <laughs> well, what they tried to hide from us this week, but I found. Um, is someone we really want to play again this week, keeps to continually being the lineup, and it's Nico Collins, right? Mm-hmm. He's clearly Stroud's favorite pick there, or favorite receiver. 
He's averaging 10 targets a game, right? Uh, he finds the end zone again. He's still relatively affordable, even with, you know, his performance so far this year. So I think he's a must play again. Yeah, I agree. And Giants still going to be throwing the ball. They're going to put up points regardless. Um, so the Texans are going to keep up. I love I love everything about Nico. Matty, you're yeah. going to say something. That's it. Same. He's getting fed targets, and I don't see why that would stop, and I don't see anybody on the other side of that game that's going to be able to slow him down. Like, Jacksonville isn't known for having corners. Their and I think their weak spot. Their weak spot, and I think it's a get-right for Jacksonville because last week was kind of like they, they pooped themselves. So yeah. maybe there's a little bit of a sneaky shootout potential there. So I'm in. That was the one thing from last week's Millie Maker. We stayed away from the Jacksonville-Kansas City game, and there were a lot of people that were out of the money so uh, another reason to come back to the podcast, we're going to tell you the games to stay away from that mm-hmm. that everyone's on. Traps. And, Traps. Yeah. I mean, that's how we keep, you know, the 80% return. Yeah, you got to stay a, a few. Just We don't need to stay that far ahead. Just a couple steps. You just got to be faster than the bear, right? If you can outrun the bear, you might live. <laughs> so, Alex, we had a late adjustment to our lineup this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were like, oh, I don't really love what's going on with Josh Kelly. Um, yeah, in San Diego, or San Diego, Los Angeles, so the Chargers, yeah, and same. we we pivoted on running back. Um, and you brought up a, a name that I really like, and I and it's an interesting stack here. Well, it's interesting because it's going to face off against Edwards, right? We were talking about the real storyline there is that Edwards is going to be the standalone back. But let's look at Indy, right on the other side. We got the same situation going on with Zach Moss there. Um, Jonathan Taylor remains out. There's no real. No one really clamoring for this job other than Zach Moss. Um, and I think that he's going to be worth the play again this week. And Richardson's out. And Minshew's yeah. not a running quarterback. So that's more touches, more opportunities. Um, teams, people might just shy away. There's always those guys in the middle that people just forget about. He's not. People left Zach Moss for debt after getting drafted and being terrible um, yeah. when he came out. So I love it. It's great. And well, he's not, his ownership isn't that high. It's like 5%, 10%. So that's not bad. No, and we're going to spend some money once we get into this lineup at some other positions, especially receiver, right? So let's save a little bit of money here uh, with somebody that's going to be, I think his ceiling's like 20, 25 points, right? If he can find the end zone this week. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's averaging 18.7 a, a yeah. game right now. Um, so, yeah, I, I love Moss. And and to your point, Maddie, like Richardson's out. He was eating up goal line carries. Like mm-hmm. they're going to get into the red zone. Um the game is going to get like weather is going to be a factor on Sunday. Um, and so Maddie, you got into this early and you were looking at like new England jets, Baltimore, everything on the East coast might be a little bit messy. Um, so expect some lower scoring games and a lot of running and some turnovers. Yeah. I mean, we've got baseball games that were already rained out today, like pre like postponed before like Washington. So, so like, it's going to be bad weather wise, I think over the weekend here. And it's, People misunderstand too. I think like people get scared of like wind. It's rain. Rain is actually much worse for fantasy and for football in general. You can't can't grip the ball properly. You can't get that nice tight spiral. Right. Like running games tend to thrive, um, yep. but it's it's really a detriment. So it's a good play. They're gonna keep the ball on the ground, try to win that game. Well, and I so we're gonna stack and and Maddie made us do our homework on um some stacks. And mm-hmm. one thing was running back defense and mm-hmm we were playing around with different defenses in bad weather games that might cause turnovers. Um, again, Baltimore has two linemen out. So we're going with the Colts defense at 3,800. It's a cheap play. 
DeForest Buckner has been a problem in the middle. Um, they're forcing turnovers. They're averaging 10 points a week. Um, I think they've got two good linebackers. Their, their secondary is not amazing, but it's not like Baltimore is, is chucking the ball. All around. Um, so yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of, of the Colts and we looked at, you know, Indy or sorry, Indy. Um, we looked at Tennessee who we've been mm-hmm. riding a little bit too, but um, who knows, right. There might be a special teams touchdown, you know, pick and, and Lamar's been a little loose with the ball. Um, he's putting the ball on the ground quite a bit. So if you if you look week to week and we've talked about this at defenses, like there's no real correlation with the highest price defenses being the best. Like it's just such a random, like you said, there's special teams, there's fumbles, there's weird plays. Like unless it's a team that clearly cannot move the ball and is like has a quarterback that's like just throwing picks all day. Right. There's really no like you're guess why you're better off never going up above four thousand and just staying under that and saving that extra eight hundred. So yeah, why not? Right. Like who knows? Crappy weather could get crazy. Low scoring plus some sacks and a pick or a fumble. That works. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Um yeah. so you you were on quarterback early, Maddie. Um give us our stack here. Yeah, this one we don't have to go crazy here, like Herbert. That I mean, everybody so you know, on, on one end of the spectrum everybody's going to be playing this game. So um, in terms of passing game, like correlated quarterback, receiver, tight end, passing game ownership, Chargers and Vikings are going to be the top two. 51% for the Chargers this week, 61 for the Vikings. Um, Herbert's obviously going to end up being one of the top two yeah. owned. Um, it's him. A lot of Mahomes this week just because of Chicago. Yeah, because they figure, you know, he they haven't played that well. They really want to get on, get on the board. Um Herbert's projected to be the fourth highest ownership though, um, under cousins. So really? I feel like, yeah, there's like a little bit of arbitrage there where we can get a little more value with Herbert and the okay. Vikings are the team that has the worst D out of these two. Right. And Eckler's not playing. So again, going back to the Kelly conversation, they're not going to be dumping balls off to Eckler. I think they're going to air it out. Like this is one of those games every month, once, once, once a month, every year, the chargers go off and get everybody excited about that team. Yeah. And there are a lot of pieces. They need to win. They need to win. They have to win. And so they're not going to do it by running the ball 40 times. So in both teams too. So they're going to, it's, I I'm, there's no way this isn't a shootout. Nope. Nope. So it's, I think it's nice. It's a nice spot to get a little bit of arbitrage off of um, cousins, which is everybody's going to play cousins because he's cheaper. This is one of those cases where if we go up a little bit in dollar amount, you, you lose a lot of the ownership because people are like, I want to say when you're building a lineup, people are like, I want to save so that when I get to the end, there's like an endorphin hit when I have one more spot to fill. There's $9,500. It's like, I can have anything I want. It's like you walk into the store and it's like, everything's free for two minutes. So that mental edge I think is good. And so Herbert um, has been great already this year. Like he's been accurate. He's been throwing touchdowns. He's throwing for yards. Um, They seem to have a pretty good thing going and just stack them with Allen and don't even think twice about it. Like he's, gonna get hurt at some point but he's been like vintage keenan allen so far and herbert is just feeding him the ball so minnesota's a pass funnel defense herbert's been great allen's been on fire all year we haven't played him he's starting to get more expensive feels like a pretty good little stack there little one two yeah um so i've been pounding the table all week for amari cooper um and yep. and he's sixty two hundred dollars and that's why i've been pounding it and also uh-huh. you know the the when a running back goes down, it's not like, oh, okay, Ford is going to all of a sudden, we talked about this, like be an incredible running back. Um, not against that defense. He won't. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and the second Chubb went down, 
um, they started feeding Valda Cooper immediately. Yep. It was curl, slant, you know, like all the basics, right? I don't think yep. Watson's incredible. Um, but the one thing you can do against Tennessee is you can throw the ball. And Amari Cooper is still one of the best route runners in the game right now. He's going to be open no matter who you put on him one-on-one. And if they're going to score points, they're going to have to throw the ball um, against Tennessee. So um, at 6,200, I think he's going to get the target share of a number one wide receiver priced like a number three. And I think it's, you know, I don't know what his ownership percentage is, but, but I, I, would be like dreading life if I saw Amari. Oh, here it is. The boomer nickname, the Chris Berman nickname of the week. Let it fly. Amari the Ferrari. Cooper. We better hope he did. It's been used in a fantasy team name, so I stole it. But at the same time. Yeah, don't credit don't credit anybody. Just take no, it. I'm not it. Anybody. He's uh 10 to 15% ownership. It puts him in tier three in terms of buckets under like Jefferson, okay. Mike Williams, um ASB, Ridley, Diggs, Hill. He's um tucked right in with ironically Keenan Allen and CD Lamb. So not heavily owned, but I think a lot of people are just down on the Browns anyway, so it's not a bad spot. And again, the, the Tennessee's one of three teams this year to have given up 300 passing yards in both games. So yeah. follow the follow the numbers there. I love it. It's a good it's a good spot. Um, where are we going for the other receiver, Jefferson? Yeah, um, I just I don't see. I mean, if that game doesn't shoot out, yeah, everybody's losing because. It's, you're going to find a bunch of people who probably stacked that Detroit game and got lucky, right? But like Jefferson's still getting fed. You know, if you wanted to, to pay down to Addison and use some savings somewhere, you can. But I mean, he's just getting the ball nonstop and they're going to throw the ball and they can't run the ball either. Madison's terrible. Akers isn't very good, but he's not playing. Um, right. There's a lot of ownership too on Madison this week. Highest owned running back projected. Which really, means, you know, like highest known worst running back is that yeah the very back? worst <laughs> he's the, the worst way to spend your dollars possible on a running back who hasn't broken a tackle since nom so <laughs> you know maybe a lot of people are going to play him and not and then like addison and get cued and like stay away because again jefferson's expensive so you know there's a yeah. chance we might get lucky there so i think it just like just plug him right. in let's just roll spend he never looks on elite players right it's like it. It. um yeah he's gonna get fed 20 um, points, both both first two games so far. 20 points. Yeah, he's, and, and it hasn't been like, oh, he's broken a big one. And no. maybe this is the week he does. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Hasn't scored back, a touchdown. Hasn't even scored a touchdown yet. Yeah, well, that's going to change. He's going to do the gritty. It's going to be fun. It's going to be great. texting it it's tomorrow. <laughs> what, what is that game? Is that game at one? I don't know. Let me look. Who's got that game? Do you know? Like oh. in terms of networks? Um, it is it's a 1 p.m. game on yeah. Fox. So what's that? Who, oh. who does the 1 p.m. games for Fox now? I don't know. Is it Brandon Godden? I don't even know who that is. Is it Olsen? It might be Olsen. Maybe maybe you get some Olsen there. I hope it's my guy Olsen with some gritty stuff. That would be <laughs> you nice. You will be really excited. That'd be a nice Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> so running back, we've also got Kendry Miller. Um, there's no one healthy in terms or not suspended. Um, other than Alave on the Saints offense, but they're moving the ball. Um, they're going to get into the end zone multiple times. Um, so uh, he's 4,400, I think, or 4,600. 
Any anything else on on Kendry Miller? Alex told us backstage. He was like, "Who is this guy? What does he do?" <laughs> <laughs> he's no one's going to own him. Uh, he's going to own that backfield. He's, I mean, it's just it's just a free square. There's not really much more to say other than he's 4600. And I was going to say we've spent money elsewhere, right? So we have to save somewhere. Have to save somewhere. He could fall into the end zone once, get us ten points, and we cash. So that's it's opportunity based because Jamal Williams is out and Kamara is still out too. So, yeah. um, and Carr is a dink and dunk, handed off guy. He's that's yeah. what he does. Yeah. So tell me, is Kendra going to be somebody who can work in that slot back position too, and is supposed to catch a couple of passes? He can catch passes. It's not his calling card. He's not known for it, so to speak, but he did catch passes in college. Um, I think he had like 20 or something, 25. So not a lot, but not none. So um, we could add three for 27 yards, right? There's another yep, five and a yep. half points and we're good to go. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So free square. Why not? Yep. Um, just that's it. It's cheap. He's cheap. And, and no, I think you're, you're spot on. Our, our last one is tight end again, dart throw. Um, Detroit's been banged up a little bit. Um, ASB isn't, you know, fully healthy. Um, we don't know what's going on in the running back room entirely. Montgomery might be out. Gibbs is, you know, not trusted entirely yet. I think yeah. there's a breakout week coming for Gibbs. I don't know if it's yet. It's probably like in the second half of the year. Yeah. Um, but the rookie they love is Sam Laporta. And Goff is, you know, he's a first down machine. He's looking at him on third and six consistently. Um, so I think it's just volume. And then what do they do when they get down to the end zone? Because Gibbs is not going to be their no. you know, goal line back. Um, they no. like Reynolds quite a bit. Um, yeah. But still, you know, I can see Reynolds getting stuffed on, you know, first goal, second goal, and then figure something out for the tight end. So, they just love Reynolds there. They've been feeding the other one too and and again you know what this is good leverage off of asb who's projected to be the second highest um owned receiver really so you know if you're gonna win the millie yeah he's banged up if you're gonna win the millie you gotta pick guys that people aren't picking because you can't have the same lineup as everybody or you're chopping the pot so i like it from that angle too and he has been getting he's been getting work i mean they're feeding him targets five six targets both games so six targets for a tight end if you catch he's catching all of them too he's five catches yeah yeah no, they they had him like I remember when we were doing our draft board, right? Like Laporta mm-hmm. was the sneaky one that was coming up the the you know rankings a little bit, and yep. um, I, they had him right next to Kincaid. Um, yep. So you know, so we're gonna end with uh, Herbert. I mean, count him for forty this week. Minimum. Zach Moss might as well be thirty. Kendrick Miller is gonna be. We'll be you know kind Eight. of. Uh, I don't know, 10, 12. Yeah. Um, Jefferson for 30, Amari mm-hmm. Cooper for probably 75 or 80. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Allen for 110. <laughs> Porta, Laporta yeah. for 10. Nico for his usual 50. And that's like yeah. 700 points. And then Indy's going to yeah. get a pick six. So can we roll I mean, these points over into the next week's Millie? Yeah, so we can, I, I yeah. mean, we're, we already just won a million let's, dollars. Let's check the terms and conditions. Cause I think we got something there. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a cap at 300. On three okay. Levels, uh, All right. We'll just go to that and we'll start. Yeah. Over. The winning lineups have generally been in the 180 to 195 range. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, this is a lineup that could get you in that in that ballpark if things yeah. hit right. So, um, yeah. America, you're welcome. Alex, talk to Vegas. We figured it out. Um, Maddie's been on the weather. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. We got some. We got some. I don't even know what it is. It is it a. It's a. 
It's not quite a hurricane or a tornado. I think we got a tropical storm. What's going on? A warning. Maybe it's a warning. Oh, they're warning us. Okay. Well, Man, that's like two this month. Yeah. We don't need those those cities on the East Coast. We're fine. We're just, we're yeah. just bossing up. <laughs> we're good. That's fine. We'll start over. We will rebuild. We will. Well, thank you, gentlemen. Uh, listeners, we appreciate it. We know we were late this week, um, but we had to sort out the weather in Vegas. So yeah, um, it's for you. We did it for you. That for you. And we're going to get you at least 80% return. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks thank again. You. Good work, boys. Bye. Thank you.